This is the Child Discipleship Podcast powered by Awana. My name is Ross Cochran. I'm the host of this podcast, and I'm so glad that you're here. We here at Awana just wrapped the 2022 Child Discipleship Forum, and it was an amazing experience. So many of you who are listening were there, and I'm so glad that you participated both in person and online. I had the privilege of hosting the online experience along with three amazing co-hosts, Jenny Smith, Shauna Merlin, and Kelly Bartley. And if you want to learn more about how you can access the material from the Child Discipleship Forum, whether you were there in person or if you were just hearing about the forum for the first time right now, go to the show notes of this episode and go to our brand new website, childdiscipleship.com. But today, I wanted to make sure we created a little bit of time just to process what came from the CDF. And if you weren't there, I don't want you to touch that dial even though the dial isn't really a thing anymore, because I think it's a valuable conversation even if you weren't a part of the experience. Melanie Hester and Mike Handler and I came together right after the forum, and I mean right after, you're gonna hear just how tired we were when we had this conversation, to discuss our top line takeaways and what opportunities and challenges we think this community is going to be facing this year as we look to form lasting faith in the kids in our communities. So Melanie Hester is going to get us started by simply sharing her top line takeaway of the 2022 Child Discipleship Forum. So let's get started. Here's Melanie. Top line takeaway, I think it's the concept of discipleship and whether or not I'm actually being discipled. And I think that's something that our generations really have to lean into is thinking back into what our lives as followers of Jesus have looked like and and even current our our faith and discipleship and ask like if if my role is to disciple the kids in my life then how am I being discipled and honestly that could probably be like a suite of podcasts all on its Mm -hmm. own Um, but that's that is the biggest question that I'm looking at because all the speakers Uh, you know, they all said the same thing. Like we could not have, we could not have written and requested them to have aligned like they did because it was the power of the Holy Spirit because they all came with these topics of where they wanted just general ideas. And all of them reiterated the point that the discipleship that we help kids come into with Jesus has to come from the overflow, not just the discipleship we have in our own lives, but the overflow of it. Yeah. Well said. Mike, what about you? What was, uh, what's the headline? I think for me, the headline is that discipleship is not a singular methodology, uh, which probably isn't necessarily headline news per se, <laughs> but um, I'm just thinking through the variety of topics and speakers that we had, the variety of voices that we had, their points of view that they brought their areas of expertise and um, in doing so also thinking about my four kids, you know, who range in age from nine to 15 um, and just thinking about how, you know, at, at different stages and ages you, you address different things, right? And all of it is still discipleship. Um, and whether it was, you know, the, the challenge that John Mark Comer brought 
you know, early on Friday morning mm-hmm. um, about just, you know, being with the rabbi who is Jesus um, and how I can interpret that for my 15-year-old or, you know, just how Andrew Peterson opened up just about wonder and we all were able to take this exhale together and just live in the beauty of the moment of Thursday night and how I can help my, my just super creative, artistically inclined 10-year-old think through that. You know, just it's not a a one size fits all, nor is it a one thing for all. Yeah. But discipleship as a means to become more and more like Jesus is just this. There's no more important work that we should be doing, um, whether it's in our homes or in the churches where we serve or whatever the community or situation might be. Um, and And this was a real beautiful reminder this week. I think that it was a really um, wonderful variety, again, of voices, of areas of expertise, of you know, just being able to be amongst others whose hearts also beat for this as well. Yeah. I want to stick with you, Mike, because you played such a substantial role in creating this experience for people. Hmm. It was months, years of making. <laughs> uh, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears goes into this. And a lot of folks were listening create gatherings, create experiences, mm-hmm. whether they are for five kids in a small group setting or there are conferences or forums or larger experiences like this. And I know it's, you're, it's only a couple hours old, but I'm curious how you keep in mind the how what you said about God being at work. Mm. Because I would imagine it's pretty easy to pick apart what could have gone better or could have gone worse or you know what didn't work. What I hope is not only do you feel that personally, just as your friend and this guy mm-hmm. who works here, but that how you have done that through your career helps those who are doing that around the country on their journeys of child discipleship. Yeah, I don't know uh, how equipped I am to answer that from the standpoint of uh, I'm never necessarily satisfied with my own work, but this won't turn into a self-counseling session. <laughs> um, what I will say is... Um, I think in the aftermath or twilight of the memory of CDF, you know, a couple hours in the rear view mirror, um, I'm just so moved by the fact that people trust us. You know, when you craft an experience, whether it's a small group uh, gathering at a night in your house um, or uh, an outing for a ministry or, you know, a two-day conference where you're asking people to surrender so much of their time and invest. Yeah. Um, I'm, just, I'm just grateful that people trust us. Trust us as a ministry of Awana. I mean, trust us as you know, people who are willing or who are trustworthy, I should say, uh, to offer value. Uh, there was not one single speaker that I wasn't challenged by or otherwise uh, found insightful or um, impactful in my thinking. Um, I can't wait to go back and watch the on-demand because I wasn't fully present for all the things because yeah. I was thinking through the next stuff. But, you know, it's just, um, yeah, I'm just super grateful that people trust us. Because I think it's so critical for folks to be reminded of who's ultimately doing the work, mm. right? Like. These experiences are hard. 
yeah. they are, people get very little sleep, <laughs> right? But ultimately, so much of what I saw through the two of you, through so much of our team at Awana, was a, was a spirit of surrender. And I am sure that the folks who were there who were listening, um, they felt that. And the folks who were listening who weren't there are like, man, I missed a really great experience. Well, yeah, like, they did. And and there was an element, too, of like a very tangible presence of the Holy Spirit and not in yeah. like a, a way that may, might make, you know, some people feel uncomfortable. But just in, in just like these themes that we, you know, you plan these things and then, you know, your different speakers at different points throughout just say the same thing or, or you know, touch on the same idea. Yeah. And, and as much as you try to coordinate that, I mean, it's just the power of the spirit that, that brings that to fruition. Um, we don't try to be like overly themey. This all of a sudden has turned into a, you know, behind the music on CDF 22. <laughs> yeah. But we don't try to be like overly themey. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, yeah. that works in some contexts and situations. And, you know, we just, that's not an uh, avenue that we have chosen to go down at this juncture. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. Is your children's ministry forming a resilient faith in kids that will last forever? Invest in building resilient disciples today through Awana Resilient Child Discipleship Trainings. At these one-day events hosted from October to March in Nashville, Atlanta, Los Angeles, Chicago, Dallas, Tampa, and online, You'll gather with fellow ministry leaders to learn effective skills for discipling kids in our post-Christian culture, develop a plan to cultivate a child discipleship-based church, and gain insights from the new research report from Barna and Awana, Children's Ministry in a New Reality, which is the largest Kidman research project in over 20 years. At this one-day training, you'll take a children's discipleship assessment developed by the Barna Group to help you understand how well-prepared your church is for building resilient childhood faith. You can take this assessment with you so that year after year, you can continue to assess your church's progress after implementing the Resilient Child Discipleship Training resources. One day of training can help change the trajectory of your discipleship and form generations of Christ followers. Invest in your team, your kids, and the future of your church today. Register today at childdiscipleship.com slash training. Again, that's childdiscipleship.com slash training. All right, so we know that the enemy hates this. We know that a group of people, regardless of if you were at the Child Discipleship Forum or not, committed to this mission enough to listen to a podcast about it that the enemy hates us. So for those who are there and for those of you who are just listening to this week in and week out, we thank you for how you are choosing to bring a conversation about child discipleship into your regular rhythm. Um, You're going to face disruption. You're going to face obstacles. You're going to face trouble. And I'm curious about two sort of specific roles, sort of this kid pastor archetype, which there are, a million different ex, uh, expressions of, and a senior pastor archetype, which of course there are a million different expressions of. Um, so Mel, I want to start with you with a kid pastor, which is simply to say, I'm a children's pastor. I was at the CDF and I'm like, this is going to work. Stuff's resonating, I'm feeling that alignment that Mike's talking about. I'm like, this is going to work. What can we remind folks 
about who God is so that they can stay focused that what was said in the CDF was true and not just a bunch of really nice words said by a bunch of really smart people. Well, man, um, when the Lord brings something to our minds and our hearts, when that Holy Spirit prompts us to potentially begin to think through that question of what's next, that, that often it can feel uh, difficult to change or to grow or to even just think about what's next because it feels like it disrupts everything that we've laid out. Um, and I think that I'm, you know, just going to go, I'm going to courageously say that, that that's the work of Satan because when we continue to align our hearts to what God is calling us to do, Satan will come and try to keep us from doing that. And that might come in the form of trying to make it more comfortable or saying that it's just too much work. I can't do this. And what we're doing is good enough. And good enough is the enemy of doing what God's called us to. And I think that that is the thing to keep your hearts and minds focused on, is that the spiritual warfare of what Satan is going to do to try and keep you from helping the children in your church to learn how to obey the commandments of God is going to feel like an absolute barrier Mm-hmm. to the discipleship that God has called you to, to usher the and shepherd these children into a vibrant and lasting faith. Yeah. And I would dare say that the more you are teaching folks to obey rather than just learn about, the more obstacles you're going to face. Mike, is there senior pastors out there every week who we hear from who almost have this and sometimes often do have the spirit of repentance? the spirit of, I didn't understand it, and now I do. And it's a slightly different question because I think some of that work happens beforehand. But if you're coming out of the child discipleship forum and you're like, man, I'm going to change the culture of my church. I'm going to listen to my children's pastor. They're going to really like me now, right? And maybe that, that first conversation doesn't quite go as expected. I'm curious how you help that senior pastor who maybe wasn't as, we'll say, clued in, begin to have child discipleship just be part of the air of their church? The Lord doesn't want you to not be good at discipling people. <laughs> right? It's not like Episode he, title, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's not like he called you to this thing and then said, well, you know, good luck. Yeah. yeah you can yeah. be okay. Yeah. Can go figure that one out, skipper. <laughs> like, you know, it's not, that wasn't the thing. You know, the, the Lord has called each of us to the work of discipleship and, you know, senior pastor, lead pastor, whatever your role might be. You don't have to do this on your own. And there's, there's actually a great freedom in saying, I don't know. Yeah. But I want to be better at it, you know. Um, pray for wisdom. I mean, James 1, 5, right? You know, the, you know, God gives wisdom to those who ask. You know, start there. Pray for wisdom. God, what are you trying to do here to allow me to be a better disciple maker in my church, specifically amongst the children of our community? Look for those who you want the kids in your church to be like as well. And do this with your team, with somebody else. You don't do it on your own. So have grace for yourself. Um, Admit when you don't know what you don't know. Uh, rely on those who, who you know, whether it's through proximity or practice, have a little bit more um, 
regarding specifically like the kids in your congregation, the kids in your community, just pray, 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 read, research, pray, 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 pray. Like, you know, we discipleship is an expectation of Jesus. So why would he expect something of you if he wasn't going to equip you to do the work? Those cathedral stones will be set into the ground. You'll lay bricks upon bricks on that cathedral, and you may never see it finished. Mm. But that, that cathedral of faith that you're building in the lives of the children and you know the next generation and the generation after that in your church, yeah, praise God for that. You're probably not standing on... Uh, you know, the foundation of faith that wasn't already laid by somebody before you. Yeah. So. So I don't know if I've ever done this on the podcast, but I, in preparing for this conversation, felt convicted this afternoon and still feel the same conviction now. Mel, I want to leave last word to you and would ask that you would just pray for our listeners. Pray for those who were at the forum. Pray for those who are still listening to us talk as they go out and live out the Great Commission, going out uh, to make disciples and continue on this work of helping kids form a lasting faith in Jesus. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read a little bit of scripture here as a part of the beginning of this prayer. Um, And this comes from um, Psalm chapter 139. And the, the, the the whole psalm is just so much about being known by God. And so I'm just going to read a few of these verses um, as we begin our prayer. Where shall I go from your spirit? And starting in verse 7. Or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, and the light about me be night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is as bright as the day, for darkness is as light with you. For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. Father, we sometimes look at this space of discipleship and it feels so incredibly daunting and it's scary and we we don't always know how to do it well and and we can turn to the parts that we control to try and create and produce an outcome that we think is what discipleship looks like. But Lord, wherever we go, you say that you are here with us. And in those moments where we don't know what is the light and what is the dark, it says that that even in the darkness is not dark to you. And if we know that you are always with us, then in that darkness, you are walking side by side with us. You are there to help us know between the darkness and the brightness that is as day. God, you have formed each and every single one of us. And I just want to pray for each one of these leaders that as they lean into this mission of child discipleship, that they would realize that as children of God, this includes them. 
God, I pray that you would uh, guide their ministries. And, and I pray that the overflow of their discipleship would be what motivates and drives the things that they do on a weekly basis. God, we love you and we are forever humbled that you use us as the ones to be your image bearers in this world. In your name, amen. The Child Discipleship Podcast is powered by Awana. Thanks to the donations of generous folks like you, Awana partners with 62,000 churches in 130 countries to make resilient disciples. When you give to Awana, you are investing in lasting faith. Young people who will engage the culture with the gospel and fearlessly lead the church into the future. To make a donation to this mission, go to awana.org donate. Subscribe to the podcast today so you never miss an episode and check out the show notes of today's episode for relevant links from this conversation, as well as information about other podcasts from Awana. The podcast is mixed, edited, and produced by Marlon Washington and hosted by me, Ross Cochran. Our theme song is Fresh Air by Christian hip-hop artist Josiah Williams and Hits by Jude. You also heard All Let Go, provided by Josiah Williams from his album Rerouting 2. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week.